Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Welcome back to Small Business School. I am so excited for this episode today. Lindsay, welcome to the show. We met a couple weeks ago and I was totally taken by your perspective on marketing and captivating people and really just making it easy for people. So I am so excited to chat today. Welcome. Thanks. I know we met in like real life. That never happens. I know, right? I've been watching you on on Instagram for a long time. I think um your take on things and like what converts and what matters, I guess. Cause you know, I'm like the numbers I'm obsessed with ROI, but you're like no bullshit, ex- like kind of way of approaching things just like really attracted to me. So, um, oh, I'm so uh, yeah, I'm super excited. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself so listeners can get to know you? Yeah, for sure. So, um, hi guys, I'm Lindsay. I live in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And I am a copywriter and content and marketing expert. So I basically help other entrepreneurs show up with like a shit ton of confidence in the online space. And I do this through done for you copywriting. So that's really like what I've been doing for the longest, like 20 years ish. Um, And so I'm a real word nerd. So I really love writing web copy for other people. And then on the content and marketing side, that's more of like a teaching side. So I teach other entrepreneurs how to create um, content. Uh, And again, with a focus on like confidence and (laughs) that no bullshit approach that you said. Oh, I love it. Can you tell me a little bit about why you focus on confidence? Um, Because I think, yeah, Um, honestly, I think, you know, there's so much like noise out there and there's a lot of people with ideas on how to create um, content. And there's this, we always hear consistency, consistency, consistency. And I feel like it's one of those words that like, what does that even mean anymore? Um, And I think, you know, the people in my space are just getting like, not, not my space, my space, but my space. (laughs) You're like, I own this. Move over. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> not the old MySpace, but um, in my world, um, they're just getting burnt out. Like, so I feel like, you know, instead of having to show up like 97 times a day and writing seven emails a week, I think confidence converts better than the consistency thing and you can be as consistent as you want but if your message is not clear then what's the point so my method is like really zeroing on the one thing you want to say and showing up as like a badass 
Oh, I love it. Um, so you teach people how to do this. What are the first steps in figuring out what you want to say? And maybe before you answer, like just for listeners, I feel like this so bad. And for your sake, like 10 years in business and I get in this online space, I'm like, I have no idea how to talk to people. So mm-hmm. I think it is so important whether you're doing your social media yourself, like this is how we get eyes on our business. And whether you're doing it yourself or you're asking somebody else to do it for you, like they can't put the words in your mouth. They're only as good yes. as the direction you give them. So mm-hmm. how do you help people get clear? Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a process and it's usually my process is a lot of like unlearning before there's new learning, because I think like the word should, it makes me crazy. Right. And a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, Oh, but so-and-so told me I should blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, "Mm, that word should. And I always say like, stop shooting all over yourself because I kind of feel like, okay, well, how's, how's that making you feel like, you know, this like random reels challenge and, write your emails this way and everything has to look a certain way. So I feel like, you know, this prescription approach to creating content doesn't work. Maybe, maybe it did work like five years ago. Maybe it worked six years ago. Um, But I I think that's what's available. It's just like, here's what worked for me. I'm going to teach it to you. Um, And I really think it has to be a more uh, personalized approach. Like it's not, not everybody you know, and that's the, one of the first things I ask my clients, I'm like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Because if it feels gross, then what's the point of putting it out to, to the world? So it has to feel good. Um, so one, I think that's one, like one thing, it has to feel good. Um, two, I always ask people, I'm like, if you had to say like one thing, if you were like on a mountain and you had to yell something to people, like, what would you yell? <laughs> And sometimes it changes, right? Um, and, you know, some of the other things I teach are like alignment and belief, um, you know, some more like woo-woo type stuff. Because like, this, I feel like content strategy, like the strategy is never going to go away. It's always going to be available, right? And it's, I feel like the strategy is like more book smarts. Like that's, you know, like you can learn that step by step. It's sort of this creative process that is harder to like that's less book smarty and it's more like street smarty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and I think like it, yeah, it, it, it's more unlearning than anything. And you kind of have to figure out, you know, the confidence part is, is, is sometimes tough to teach because it, part of it is, ex- is experience. Part of it is like learning to stand for something. So often it's like, okay, you have to, like the thing that you, you think about and you're like, oh, I'd really love to say that. Oh, but I won't. That's usually the thing that you need to say. I love that. What I'm feeling is like you ask the right questions to get people to be passionate about something. And like the confidence really that's what it's about is like, if I'm buying from you, it doesn't matter what it is, a product, a service, it doesn't matter. Like I want to believe that I'm giving and I'm exchanging my resources. Well, I want to believe Mm -hmm. that you can do well for me or this product is going to give me the results you say it's going to give. So like that confidence, I can see how it would be so vital, vital to have that as a part of um, showing up. And then when you're like, 
you know, maybe your thing isn't reels <laughs> and doing a 30 day reels challenge is like, you're killing my vibe here. This is not working for me. You look so awkward in front of the camera. Um, but <laughs> yes. I love how you like, you know, if you can bring in the passion, then how do you then like develop the skill set, right? Like we're not all great on camera. Like this is, I don't know, episode 90 something of this podcast. I'm sure I wasn't great. Um, near as episode one was probably terrible. And so how do you kind of build up that skill set? And I can see how passion and confidence is the key. And yeah. And sometimes it's like a permission thing, right? Like often people come to me and they're like, you know, like I was talking with someone and she was like a parenting expert and she was like, you know, I talk a lot with my clients about the dangers of screen time. And like, she's like, and then I feel like a bit of a hypocrite because here I am on Instagram, like dancing and reels and stuff. And I was like, what if you, you know, and, and this is another question too, right? And this is sort of my journalism background. I ask a lot of questions to my clients. Um, you know, I was like, okay, so what is, what is the purpose of Instagram for you? And she was like, I don't know. I just feel like I should be on it. I was like, oh, there's that word again. That should word. I was like, are any clients coming from Instagram? She's like, no, my clients come from like live events. I was like, so what if you just, what if you just not be on Instagram? She was like, what? I was like, yes. Like you don't have to do it the way everybody else is doing it. And I think, you know, most of what I teach is like really tuning into that, those little creative voices that you get when you're in the shower or in the car or walking the dog or whatever it is making dinner um you know and most of it is is and trusting that voice because it's usually those voices that have the best things to say and usually that's where the confidence comes from okay the geeky side of me is going to come out a little bit have you ever heard Love of it. the word opportunity cost I learned about this no. like back in economics in my first year of uh, university. I hadn't heard about it before then. But the idea behind it is that everything that we do, there's a cost uh, because there was an opportunity to do something else. So you can apply this concept in like your personal life. You can apply this in your business life. Um, here, I will say it's like if you're spending your time on social media and that's not where your clients are coming from, there's an opportunity cost because all of that time that you spent, you didn't, you know, you maybe weren't brainstorming the other ways that you could actually get in front of potential paying clients and not just because of sales it's not just like oh how else can I like sell somebody but like a parenting um a coach it's like they're changing families lives we need them to do that we need you to do what you're good at so there's an opportunity cost every time that you spend time in a place that you shouldn't be or on a task that you shouldn't be and it costs you so I like to bring that back to like you know we all talk about making money in our business and having impact in our business but um, when we're showing up in ways that we shouldn't. And I love that you're giving people the permission to just stop doing it. Um, mm -hmm. But there's a cost to that beyond yeah. like, you know, paying somebody. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. And yes, you're right. And, and I also, there's like this weird, like pressure that social media is like, especially Instagram. Like when I say content, people immediately think Instagram. I'm like, you know, there's more things <laughs> like there's other types mm -hmm. of content like this mm -hmm. interview is content. Your emails is content. Like, especially if you're like a solopreneur, like this is content, right? Like this little, right. So people, face, yeah. yes. Yeah. So people put so much pressure on like social media and like, 
oh, it's not converting. And I'm like, okay, well, what else are you doing? Are you like, depending on what kind of business you you have, are you doing, if you have a local business and if you have a product-based business, are you doing any kind of like vendor events? Are you doing any networking? Are you getting on any podcasts? Are you starting your own podcast? Like, what are the other things that you're doing? Because I find that people put so much pressure on social media. Like you just throw some stuff up and be like, where are the people? And, and to your point, yes, like, right. We're all here to make money. Um, and I think, you know, the content thing, it's like a, it's a long game and it's maybe 10 years ago, you could be like, DM me the word da, 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 da. And you, people would buy stuff, but it's not, that is not the game anymore. Um, and it's, you know, I think, and again, like the way I teach it, right. Like this, this whole like confidence thing is, is really sort of the process is like make the impact because if you're saying the shit that nobody else is saying, you're going to like disrupt the noise. And so you're going to get your fans that way. You're going to like develop a little fan base. Um, so when you're making the impact, then the fans come and the fans start to creep your stuff. Um, and then, and then those people will buy, but it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't happen like right away. And I think that's what people think. And I think, you know, when you're creating content you're, and it just becomes like another to-do list thing, like, oh, I just have to get this, this thing out. I just have to get this thing out. Um, then I think it's kind of, you kind of have to check yourself, check yourself before you wreck yourself and <laughs> be like, why, why am I putting this out there? What is the purpose of this? Just like to get stuff out there and to get it off the list? Or do I really have something to say? Oh, I love that. Do I have something to say? I think this is fun. And I think if I'm reflecting on like, why do I feel like I need to be on social media? Um, you know, my point of being on there is actually much different. It's that I met so many incredible people. I struggle to keep in touch with them, but I feel like I can share with them and stay in touch with them as well by viewing their, their content of like, you know, what's going on. And I love connecting with people. So that's my way of doing it in the masses without, like, I can't do connection calls all day just asking mm -hmm. you how you're doing, right? And I don't think I could text everybody either. So that's my why I do it. But one of the things I think is that social media tells people, like, there's all these cases of, like, so-and-so posted on TikTok and it blew up their business, which I think is bullshit anyways, because most people, like, especially product-based businesses or service-based, like, you blow up on TikTok, you actually don't have the inventory, you don't have the manpower to, like... Uh, turn around all of the demand that you create when millions of people all of a sudden are contacting you. So like, it's no good to blow up on something, but they tell you like, oh, that's going to change your business. And of course we all want that. We all want the masses. Like we all want our business changed. So we go to that. But I think that this is like, you know, like the one girl from like some small, you know, little town in Northern Canada who like became a billionaire and it's like the unicorn. It's like the one mm -hmm. kind of like one in a, you know, a billion. And we're all fighting for that all the time on social media when it's like, you know, it could create a million dollar business instead of trying to blow up on TikTok. It's like putting in the paces in getting to meet people and, you know, like connecting with them. And I love that that's what you're promoting is like, stop chasing the unicorn. 
I told my yes. kids there's no such thing as unicorns because they all turn into <gasps> horses as soon as you see them. And I feel like that too was like what blew up somebody's business, that unicorn thing that was like it blew it up because now people know about it. There's too many people. Now it's a horse. It's no longer a unicorn. Oh, that's a good one. I like <laughs> you can't that. repeat the strategy. Anyways. Yes. That's cute. But I, I love that. that. Um, can we switch paces for a couple minutes and talk about copywriting? If people yes. are looking at like, how do I connect with people using words? And that's like one of the skills that you're so great at. What do you have um, in terms of tips for people on like how to, you know, really make the most of the words that they're using? So I was just talking about this yesterday with a girlfriend um, who's a web designer. So the biggest thing I see when I'm editing, like most people come to me because they've DIY their website, like they've written their own copy and they're like, I need help. So more, more often than not, I'm editing other people's stuff. Sometimes I do it from scratch. Um, but um, most of the time I'm editing. it. So usually there's too many words. It's too, there's too many words. <laughs> so I feel like, um, you really have to think about simplifying one, because nobody has an attention span anyway. Um, and two, and, and again, this is where like the clarity comes in too, right? Like if you don't know what your message is, you're not going to be able to write it in an effective way, right? So usually it's like less words to say the one thing. And this applies to web copy. It applies to your captions. It applies to whatever, right? Like the description for this podcast, whatever it is, um, because it just makes a bigger impact. And so that's why like, I'm such a word nerd. And I sometimes it's tough to explain what copywriters do. And someone explained it to me yesterday. And she was like, it's like you're a composer, right? Like, with words instead of music. I was like, that is what I do. So like, it's, um, and I, sometimes I think people think like, if you put more words, you sound smarter, right? Or you know, if I put all these accolades, um, you know, I sound smarter and people are going to believe me. So I think it's like, how can you make it sh shorter, but make a bigger impact? Um, and that's usually what I do for people. And yeah, let me think of that for a minute. <laughs> I love that though, because I know, you know, if we're not the wordy type of people, it's like we kind of spin our wheels trying to get that message out. And it's like, oh, it's in me. I just don't know how to explain it. And then it's like the, you know, the word vomit comes out and then you're like, okay, but can you make this pretty for me? So I love that yes. that's like your superpower. I think <laughs> we all have something that makes an impact. And I love that that's your superpower. Yes, it is. Yeah, I know it is a superpower. I, sometimes I don't know how to explain it. I'm like, it's a superpower. It's a sixth sense. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just really good at it. <laughs> that's honestly, that's like the expert's curse though, right? It was like, you know, we get good at something and we know how to do it. And then you're trying to explain to somebody else how to do it. And you're like, I don't know. It just comes naturally to me. Yes. Yeah. Like someone, yeah. a friend redid my website for me. Like she redesigned it and she was like, okay, I need you to describe all your programs here. I just was like, okay. So even Freeze. doing my own stuff, I was like, how do I, right? And, and, and this is why, because we're all so close to it and we have, mm -hmm. we have, we know all the things, we know everything we've been in this business for so long and we have this 
this, you know, we're, we're really good at this thing. So you're just like, okay, I'm just going to put all of it out for everyone. Like if I just put everything out there, then people are going to see how good I am. So I think that's where like the copy stuff gets a bit mixed up because you just want to be like, look at all this stuff I have. I want to give it to you when really like, and we talk, we used to talk about this, like in journalism, like being married to the words. Like sometimes when you're really married to the words, you're like, but I don't want to take that out. You're like, no words can get cut. (laughs) (laughs) All 7,000 of these need to be here. (laughs) They got to go. They got to (laughs) go. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Okay, Lindsay, if you had one last piece of advice for listeners when it comes to content, writing their captions, you know, how they show up in the world in marketing, um, can you tell us what would you share? I think uh, be intentional, like be check in with your intentions before you're putting stuff out into the world. Right. I always talk about like the energy of get, are you putting something out there because you're trying to get something like get a customer, get views, get whatever, like get your emails opened, um, you know, get someone to buy. Like, so I think it's just checking with your intention. Um, what's the point of what you're putting out into the world? Um, and I, and I think it's okay that it sometimes it, you don't know because like we're human and we're not perfect. I just had a conversation about AI on another call and I was like, the robots are taking over, <laughs> but yeah, just check in with your intention and be like, why am I putting this out into the world? Mm, that's so good. That's a good reminder for me as well. Sometimes I think we just get away with like, you know, we just kind of snowballs and all of a sudden you're just doing things for the sake of doing it. Amazing. Lindsay, I want to thank you so much for your time. Where can people connect with you outside of this podcast? Um, So you can find me on Instagram, Lindsay Smith creative. And uh, I also have a free uh, community call every Tuesday, 12 PM Eastern. That's open to all uh, women entrepreneurs. And it's a very, I, I call it sort of call it the anti-networking networking call because it's really, um, it's sort of morphed into this like really safe community space where, um, yeah, we introduce ourselves, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Like we sort of practice introducing ourselves, right? Because I think that's a skill worth practicing. Um, yeah, sometimes we have themes, sometimes we don't, Sometimes we talk about content. Sometimes we talk about tacos. Uh, It's a good time. (laughs) Amazing. 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 I love that space where it's like no pressure. Just Mm -hmm. come as you are. It's very informal. Um, Yeah. And it's sometimes we get pretty spicy too. (laughs) Ooh, amazing. Okay. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to check it out. Thank you again so much for your time, your insight. Um, I'm super excited for everybody to hear this episode and um thanks if nothing else ask them why like i am i'm like yeah yeah oh yeah love that Mm -hmm. amazing thank you you so much for tuning into this episode of the school for small business podcast that's right i'm saying thank you because i believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. 
If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.